last time on The Empire's Edge. I'm feeling pretty confident in a post-Whitney Pratt universe. Um, <laughs> so may he rest in pieces. We figured you just died out there somewhere in the brim roar. Yeah, it was a, it was a one interesting trip. The Baron has ordered us to, to rebuild our, our dock facilities. Declare yourself. I'm Boris Kirsanov and companion. Boris Kirsanov? Uh, I'll escort you. Uh, have food and drink brought to uh, the Baron's meeting room. We'll be there for a while. The uh, seat of uh, Sikor- the uh, House Sikorsky has been sacked. Their goal is to reestablish an ancient evil. I declare at this moment a tribe. Not only this tribe. I declare that a week hence from this day, Boris Kirsanov, you will be knighted as a knight of the key. You glean what looks like a metal cloud. Friend, you look as though you need a greater purpose in your life. Have you thought about joining the Zrex? Um, and notable people have been coming up from Arkland. Nobody's been coming south because as word's gone out that a knighting ceremony is about to happen, uh, that they're gearing up toward that, and that tomorrow is going to be the actual knighting of Boris Kirsana. The knighting ceremony, Boris, is tomorrow. Okay, yeah, so... I think what makes sense for me to be doing right now is I'd seclude myself in the chapel and take a day of like prayer and fasting to get ready for this. Even if it's like mostly a political ceremony, I'd still want to kind of be recognizing the religious aspects of it. Okay. Yeah. So if you recall, the Warland itself doesn't have a lot of room for religion. They, that they seem to be, although they kind of tout the fact that they don't have a lot of, a lot of churches uh, or temples. Yeah, in, I can uh, smite them heretics later. <laughs> First, I need the political authority to do yeah. so. However, that when you get to the chapel, uh, to Uko, that's in his own castle, mm-hmm. as you arrive in the chapel, you can see that it has been cleaned. Like someone went inside out, top to bottom, and were ordered to scrub the whole place down. So, so either I left it unlocked, or there's multiple keys. Um, I completely forgot that point. <laughs> <laughs> So somebody at some point came to you for the key so they could go in there and clean it. I believe it. Uh, because in this week, in it, preparation. Yeah, yeah, assuming I didn't just instigate it myself. It is It is the only key. We'll just keep that that way. Okay, yeah. And then, so your preparations go through the night, very nightly, very paladin-like of mm-hmm. you, that the next morning, as preparations are made and you're really just swept up into what seems to be normal for a knight to be knighted, mm-hmm. no one said stand here or go to that room or walk in this place. But this procession, where you're ready to go to, like to the main gallery hall, the 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 Baron's receiving hall, it doesn't. It goes right out the doors, oh. and everybody's heading outside. So I'm oh. more in kind of a tide of staff and servants being washed out of town than I am in a <laughs> procession. Procession. You are behind the Baron and the Baroness, mm-hmm. and then Jacob Zellin. You're walking just behind Boris and all of this. And as you're proceeding this direction, you're heading right down to the river, which again, seems a little more unusual. And then as you get to the river itself, the Baron, without like missing a beat, steps right into the water and he's now wading across two stones. Something something sounds familiar to what we just saw. That big barn-sized rock that uh, the tower thought was Warland. Yeah, like the the footprint the size of a house. That's right. So, and more of a modern house and not a little hut a peasant would live in. That he does cross. So he's, he's wet up to his shins, maybe his ankles. And, you know, his lady's right there too. And no one seems bothered by it. They just got their clothes all wet going across. Now, all right. as people I'm of, rich. 
Allegedly. I, I, rent, I rented this suit. <laughs> That's right. You're all wearing your regular clothes you've always worn. You don't have another outfit, right? So Not as, in this castle, anyway. Yeah. As you're seeing all the people that are around here, both banks, and there's a stream that flows into the Talfava just opposite where you guys have walked in. So people are on all of the banks all around here. Mm -hmm. And it does seem to be quite the thing of a celebration that you could imagine people close to the river. Sparky's in his boat. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but they probably staked out a place since yesterday, mm. just to be right. close to this, that it's pretty rare that a night is knighted, but it seems that everyone knows it happens out here. And so then as the procession moves out, right, yeah. it's only the higher ups that come out to it. But I'm then, not going to be a weirdo. I'll just walk across. Yeah, <laughs> you, see, you, you get all wet. It's like, ooh, this is gold. But then nobility that were that were within a week's distance away, for the most part, they came up from Karn Keldley. And then maybe a couple of people that came down from Bolingard, which is just adjacent to the Confederation of Duchies. Yeah, it's another barony. Right? Another one of the free baronies. That that there's a lot of people here that they seem to be here less for your knighting, but that it's it's a celebration day. And maybe they're looking for something, I don't know, to do. They know there's a feast. Yeah. It, one, keeps them busy. Two, they don't pay for dinner tonight. Now, I do have a question. You said that the water's really cold. I'm wondering, because when the, we first started, it was like a cool like autumn breeze and a number of months go by. Are we in the middle of winter now? Probably. You are, but it's also a very, very southern region. Okay. That uh, it never, it would be a little bit like... It's a you Georgia. Know, it's like a Georgia winter. thing. Yeah, so. it could snow tomorrow. You might need flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> no, one or the other. So, uh, as we Probably hear the people both. in the crowd, are they commenting on how many people are here? On you know what a great turnout this is, or can we get an idea if this is a? Yeah, without even a perception of some sort, there's a lot of murmur, a lot of talk, and it is just like that. Okay. That, that people are amazed. Well, one, Warland has grown so much just in the past few months that there's a lot of people here and that a lot of people turned out for, for this particular celebration, this event. So it is probably more people that have been in Warland than in recent history. Well, the merchants so will appreciate it. Us. Is, it, yeah. is, it is quite packed. And you guys are right. As you are crossing to it, you do realize it's from the opposite direction from where you zoomed in from Azongo's tower, that this is that rock that when mm. you said, uh, let's take a look at Warland, and you oh, yeah. concentrated, you zoomed in on this rock. We nailed our in-real-life perception or uh, intelligence check. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you are on that place, and you stand there, and then as everyone arranges himself, and the Baron simply gestures to you, Bors, that you know where to stand by his gesture, mm -hmm. and then he puts his hand up for everyone to get quiet, and it takes a moment, and then a hush falls on everything. And of all things, it looks so commonplace, he holds over his head a fairly large wooden bowl. And he says, it is said that this simple bowl is made from the root burl of an Adlai tree that stood upon this spot 5,000 years ago. An Adlai so mighty that its toppling formed the brim roar. And where its great branches struck the earth, they marked the place of the visitation and Arngol College. And that would be so far away. That's just like hundreds of miles away. That'd be one big damn tree. Yeah, right. If, hmm. that, if, that, if that myth... A planetary tree. Yeah, if that myth were actually something correct. And thus, he says, as he actually dips the water, you know, he dips the bowl into the water and he raises it above Boris and begins pouring the water out uh, like it's some kind of a baptism or ritual bathing. As long as I'm not getting dunked, I'm okay. <laughs> and in that moment when he starts to pour that, 
Uh, everyone go ahead and make a perception roll. Okay. Okay. Uh, 14. 26. You 19. all hear or feel a thing. Actually, even though you made a great roll, Boris, you don't. You just feel <laughs> cold water. Uh, and it's now uh-huh. like down your back, down your front. It's coming down. It's like, oh, this is a little bit unpleasant. Mm. It, it'll it definitely wake you up in the morning. Yeah, but right? it, it's not what you thought would happen. But Zelen, uh, even if you'd rolled a like, perception one, you would have still help, uh, felt this or heard this. And you're not sure which one it is. It's both maybe at the same time. But Zelen, very clearly, Jacob still most definitely. And it sounds as though by the murmur just after it, everyone the the hundreds actually the thousands of people that are circled right here that you felt or heard like a blast of music like it was just a moment like an orchestra just like struck a chord and then stopped like in, in time as the water hit boris kind of a thing yeah as the water's pouring down boris um actually with that jacob you said you rolled a 14 yeah yeah that's plenty high enough that you realize that it was the moment the water was still pouring out of the bowl, but it also touched the stone mm. at his feet. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering. So, go oh, ahead. sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, uh, I was going to say, um, I want to take a moment right after that and just hear: Is there an echo? Like it? Like I feel like it's that, or did it feel like it actually existed in the world, or like it hit? hit That's our great. Brains? Yeah, go ahead and look. Use it as perception. Uh, Fifteen. No, no. Pers- there's, there's no echo. Oh, can I? Then it existed, and then it just wasn't. Can oh, I? So Zellin had a thing next. So, yeah. um, it, when, when you say it's a blast of music, is it a blast? Hmm. Like it would be discordant, or is it like you'd be lifted with this, with the, with a gasp of beautiful sound? Yeah, resonance or dissonance? Yeah. Um, yeah. I suppose like resonance. That okay. um, it feels as though it came from within. Uh, okay. That maybe it, it came from all around you. But it was not a force that made you go, wow, I'm, I'm so close to the amplifier, mm-hmm. you know, where I am in a bar, my right. my right ear. But it was just, there was this music, this moment of music all okay. around you. Uh-huh. And as, as you're perceiving that, you can see that even, and Boris, you would notice this, that as the Baron's doing this, the Baron of Warren, his eyes go wide for a second as he's pouring it on your head. Yeah, I was about to ask, can I make an insight check either <laughs> on the Baron or the crowd? Because... There was a pause there, and <laughs> given how he said, thus, pause. <laughs> Go ahead, make your insight yeah, check. Um, can, and can I... Nine. Make... <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not sure what it was, but you feel like for a moment... Shenanigans you did something. Ensued. You did something wrong. <laughs> like, I've never been knighted before, but did Is I Is this a nightmare? Thing? Am I wearing pants? <laughs> can I... Does my ring feel any different? You know, I wear that ring. I wear that, the, that ancient... How's my pendant, pacemaker? That ancient pendant. Well, I don't know. Do I feel anything in them? Do they light up, glow? I yeah, don't you're, know. You're covered this in is, stones. I'm covered time. in stones and magic jewelry. Bits and bobs. <laughs> um, if there was any piece of an Adlai tree on you, I would say you'd feel something. Uh, but you're not. Does an, Arngo- does an Arngolian sword qualify? That's interesting. Uh, no. does, is your butterfly have any Adley in it? Or does my fox no. have any Adley in it? That, no. That'd be like, no. The tree is wood. I mean, it's it would yeah. be something wooden. So there is this moment of hesitation, this moment's pause. But then he continues with the ceremony and empties that bowl that's poured down on you. And he says, he began with thus, and there was this awkward pause. As the river flows clean to the sea, so are you, Boris Krasanov, washed of your old self and now born anew upon the face of the earth. And then as he's done pouring it, he hands the bowl aside to the Baroness and he says, Boris Kirsanov, 
uh, unbuckle and hand me your sword and belt. And I do. And then as he continues to talk, he removes your belt and just simply drops it to the to the stone and takes a belt from, again, that his wife was holding, that the Baroness was holding. And you can see even from you know where you're standing that it has the rampant lion, the black rampant lion symbol of uh, his house and of Warland and a particular device of a key, which is also part of his crest. And he threads that back through the loops in the hilt of your, the, not the hilt, of the uh, scabbard of your sword. And then he steps forward to buckle it on you. Mm-hmm. And he says, I entrust you as I do all knights of the key with the duty of maintaining the well-being of the barony of Warland. And he finishes bucking the sword on you. And as he steps back, he draws his own sword. And I kneel. No, he said, yeah. And if you weren't, he was saying, kneel. (laughs) This is the time. Uh, He taps you on your left shoulder and then turns the blade counterclockwise and taps you on the right shoulder and then says, arise, Sir Boris Kirsanov, knight of the key. And then as you arise, there's just a cheer that goes up from everywhere around (laughs) here. That uh, that was, that was... That was that was the party time, yeah. So uh, the whole place goes crazy for Let's a while. Let's get drunk. <laughs> um, and no, it's still a religious ceremony. For they me. all you know, the, the the Baron and the Baroness are used to it. They have their their hands up as a waving to to them, not actually a wave, but just a hand up. And every time they do that, the cheer goes up, you know, greater and more mm-hmm. and longer. Uh, and then he gives a nod yeah, to you, Boris. The same. And it's just just a roar of people that that they were here when a knight was knighted, and you are truly one of their own now, even though you're not from there. They just forget about that because. You've brought what's I've probably... I've been born anew upon the face of the earth. You have been. <laughs> and you've probably brought tremendous wealth. That is the three of you, but tremendous wealth to um, to this region. What can I say? I'm a knight of the church and the banks. And then the procession wades back across the water mm-hmm. and uh, everyone goes in. And you can already see the different areas. There are pavilions that have been set up where knots of people all over the place are doing their own, you know, tenement to tailgating we've invented a new thing again yeah that, that they're it's they're, a renaissance fair in the renaissance era <laughs> they, they're so a fair <laughs> they're right a fair it's a pretty fair fair yeah. that there's there's uh, there's my brain. food cooking all over the place there's camps all over the place and then as you walk back through the actual town of orland it's called a small city now but a big town walking through it there's people everywhere and as you're coming back into the castle the place is absolutely stuffed and you know it goes into through the the main uh, hallways and into the the actual main yeah. uh, receiving chamber i would very much like to talk to my associates and my boss about whatever shenanigans occurred yeah i it- but as you're walking when, in, yeah, we're probably telling him all about that. Like, what you yeah, guys hear? Um, like, you hear that? When the water formed a column between the bowl and the rock, there was this sudden blast of the most beautiful music you could imagine. It it lasted, I don't know what three seconds, five seconds. One do you bowl think? Less, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, maybe it, even it, less it than a so second. It was so quick, just... but it was. It was so beautiful, but I could not, even right now, I couldn't tell you if I heard it outside of myself or inside of myself. And that's what uh, I was listening for, is I, I, I believe it happened inside, because there was no, like, echo. There was nothing from that blast. As loud as it would have been, you would have heard something. And to put a, a reminder on that, too, that you felt like you felt it, like, right through your feet, yeah, as well right. as in your ears. Like, it was a vibration that went through all of you. Uh, Yeah. Except I, you, Wars. I don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> like the single greatest experience of my life. Don't you remember? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah. 
I don't know what that is. A uh, religion check to see if I've heard of anything like that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> is God pulling a prank on me? <laughs> you can hear us now, down. right? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, 21. It actually sparks a memory from all the reading you've done from Timothy's journal. I so know I did that for a reason. That there <laughs> was... There, <laughs> that you, of course, don't have the journal on you right now. Right. But you a... do recall something because you, you imagine it happening to you someday at some point mm -hmm. that... Um, for me to go back to the journal, it uh, it read, I conclude, this was Timothy talking, the Abbot Timothy, right. I conclude that rare annunciation ceremonies, ordinations, or knightings on the Warland Stone produce an effect that is similar to those performed in an Adlai tree nave, which is, huh. uh, it, it must be so guarded a secret what happens right. in an Adley tree nave that you didn't even know it was a secret yeah I, I knew that's part of you know like the knighting ceremonies and yeah, whatnot you've seen them process into the things and back out. right now a nave remind me uh that is the chamber the open chamber that's inside an Adley tree that would be like the the holiest of holies okay interesting so it they're so make... and the warland stone uh, I, I don't know plant stuff, but it, did it look like a stump made of rock or... I don't know. <laughs> just look like a rock made of rock. I mean, yeah. we're walking back, so I guess we can't really look at it right yeah, now, but kind of like Thing backwards, like going, going back kind of uh, roll. Go ahead and roll a, a nature check with disadvantage. Disadvantage, okay. And if you wanted to as well, Zellin, you certainly may. Okay, the lower number is a 14. You roll it twice? Yeah, yeah take, and the you take the lower one. number. Uh, the Kicks the crap out of me. She pulled a natural 16, <laughs> then a 17. It's like even a disadvantage. <laughs> Natalie Zellen is a so no. It's 19. <laughs> yeah, right. Dang. As Zellen turns back to all of you, says, Well, in a weird way, it does look, if you were the size of like an ant on a tree, you could say that rock looks kind of like the bark of an immense tree if you were ant sized, but that'd be one. Big tree. Adlays are big trees. But, well, yeah, you but said that's it just hit that's just looking at it, kind article. of like imagining yeah. it. I mean, some other rock formation could look that way too. But your perception tells you that that, that could be a thing. It's yeah. so it's so massive. It's hard huh. to like even try and comprehend like, how big that would right. actually be. Yeah, yeah, because right. yeah, you've never seen one of these. Uh, yeah, but we have heard of them. I mean, we know that Adlai trees exist. Yes, in, and, in the world, and Boris has seen them. Yeah, I live and in Queen Duchy, and yeah. people live in them. I mean, they're you know whole they're villagers. Castles, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they're, themselves. they're uh, huge. Around four thousand feet tall is an Adlai tree. Right, and so, you thought skyscrapers were impressive. Yeah, that, yeah. so yeah. they are. They are mighty, mighty impressive things. That's huh. like a bizarrely magical, um, impressive. It's like four cruise ships lengthwise. If if we're in a point where I can talk to the Baron, I'm not sure where we are in the procession. Yeah, let's just say how... walking in. It becomes yeah. it's less of a procession, more of a jumble yeah. as it goes back in as everything's happening. But you could certainly take uh, you know a position yeah. alongside and the Baron of Orland. I I you know like share with him the stuff we were thinking about. And you know, is any of this familiar to you, my lord? Uh, it is not. Uh, I've never heard of anything being like this. I've I've knighted, I could not tell you how many people right here. And I've never heard that experience that that I, I felt, I'm not sure, I heard this moment of music, uh, the most beautiful music I could imagine, but it lasted just a second or, or two, maybe, and then it was gone. Um, and I, I felt embarrassed for a moment, a moment, despite the fact that I have no reason to be embarrassed, because about to say, was that you? Did you do that? <laughs> because it's never happened before. Hmm. 
Until we learn more of it, I choose to take it as a good omen. As I would too. Uh, the Warland Stone has been a place uh, for nightings, for time out of mind. So uh, it will add to the, the mystique of the stone, but it adds more importantly to the history of Warland Barony. Indeed. And so then you guys process in, and you go in through, like I said, the, the, the main hall mm-hmm. into the main, that main downstairs gallery. You're brought to a head table, and there's his captain of his guard, who is a knight, Jordan Kane, um, Roden Cutler, and his wife uh, are also there. His chief, Stuart Milton Presley, the three of you, and the Druids are all at that head table. Um, and it just goes on for hours and hours that there's eating, drinking, people getting up, moving around. There's different games, gestures. Yes, there's that, you know, there's dance, gestures, all kinds of stuff that takes place in the middle of where all the tables are. And it's just a constant din of eating and drinking. It would, it would make any hobbit bash. Now, you know, this is what look, Dungeons and Dragons is all about, about. right? <laughs> Making me hungry right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, much, much later, it's been easily an hour, maybe an hour and a half later. Uh, the Baron calls everything to order, and he calls for Zelenadar and Jacob Treadstone uh, to come to the center of the table. And as you're walking over, you forgot, oh, yeah, we, <laughs> were, granted, <laughs> we, were, we were granted noble status, too. We're just, Let's find out if we have music. Um, we find out that the dance floor is actually an even bigger piece of a tree. We're better. <laughs> <laughs> it is a tree. <laughs> and calling you two by name, he said, Zelenadar, Jacob Treadstone, you have granted a service to the Baron of Warland and to all of Warland Barony that has increased its power and its might. And for this, as an appreciation, as thanks to you, I grant you, and as he's saying this, he has like an arm torque, like an arm band, and he slides it onto your arm and up onto your forearm. I grant you noble attainment, that you have the privileges of the noble class. You shall be referred to as Sir Jacob Treadstone. Yeah. And you shall be Lady Zelenadar. And it grants you the privileges, not only here in Warland Barony, but in all of Suthland, that is, in all of the free baronies, that you are of the noble class. That's awesome. And again, those that are present, that same kind of cheer goes up among those who are mostly of the noble class, <laughs> that they seem to be a little bit of like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and even louder, because they've been drinking we for a few hours. <laughs> we can let them join, because you know, we're pretty drunk, and there's still a lot of food to go. Right on. <laughs> and then the celebration continues yeah. with you I, know, dancers, with jugglers, things like that. Soldier that I am, I'm probably alternating between alcoholic and not alcoholic drinks, so a bit buzzed, but not like completely destroyed. Okay, that's uh, easily, easily done. Another half an hour, hour goes by, and you see someone who you think might be an assistant of the stewards. You know he has numerous assistants, uh, but he walks up to, actually, he's at the table, Milton Presley's at the table, and this assistant, one of his assistants, walks up and taps him on the shoulder, but continues to the Baron. Ooh. And as he does that, he leans down to the Baron, and go ahead and roll, it would be an insight. I'm sensing this isn't a game of Duck, Duck, Goose. Now I'm wondering. It's not 7-Up stand-up he, either. Uh, okay. he made a, he I made, have been drinking. He made, yeah, <laughs> so, so have I. Because I rolled a natural one. I rolled a natural And three. I was going to ask, he made a point about mentioning but, but that he had But that's still 11. I, but I still, I was going to say roll at disadvantage. You guys were talking about drinking so much. Thought, yeah, I should have said roll that at disadvantage, your insights. Oh, yeah. Doesn't look, matter. Look, he's got a face and it just doesn't matter whatsoever. Uh, 18 Bors- on an insight? 18. There, there yeah, we like, go. There's our sober and, one. And like 11 and 11 or something? Five. Five, okay. <laughs> Boris, you see the Baron's face just go blank, and then he's blanched. 
Mm-hmm. He wow. just received some bad. really, really bad news. Uh, he stands, and of course, as like the, the whole, you know, the, everyone in the, this room, the hundreds of people that are in here, uh, they're all turning, looking, do we have to do something? Is the thing changing? And he just gives them a motion, like, just keep on going as you're going. But then as he walks past the three of you, he says, come with me. And he, Ooh. and along with... Um, are we in trouble? And that's like, a, it's what, pretty sobering, whatever he what do. Yeah, we do gauging wrong. the state of my companions, uh, if I can still catch a servant as we're going out, um, bring coffee and cold water to the meeting room. And we'll assume coffee exists. I'd even thought about that, but... I think uh, you mentioned it in your book. Did I? Okay. <laughs> if not the first one, definitely the one you're working on. <laughs> it needs on. to be on this one right now. Uh, but but joining him is uh, Jordan Kane, his uh, chief knight in charge of his guards here, and uh, Milton Presley, the steward. So the group of you, the six of you go out, and uh, he presents his wife again, you know, the, the lovely Genevieve Cutler, uh, and there's applause there. So the focus, the, the, the royal presence is still here in the chamber. Uh, and as you get just a little ways away, you, you're out in a hall that's adjacent to it. He says to this assistant to a Milton Presley, um, he says, say again to them what you said to me just a moment ago. And he says, one of my co-assistants, Quentin Boone, is dead. I found him. And he turns toward Milton Presley said, I found him in your office, stabbed to death. Does he belong in that office? Did he have... Do you have any... Makes sense of uh, steward being the steward's Mil- office. Milton gives you a nod, yes. The, uh, the, my assistants had a full access to Can him. I roll an Dad insight on the death. guy who brought the, uh, the news to us just to make sure there's no Great. reason yeah, we have to suspect him? Great, yeah, roll an insight on this guy. I am I will as well. still intoxicated. Nine. Uh, Fourteen. Uh, he looks startled, scared, um, and very honest mm-hmm. by Genuine. this whole thing. Genuine, okay. Um, and then the, the Baron says, uh, take us there. Um, and you find yourself, you know, going through this level of, of the keep, uh, down some hallways you've gone before, and then you go into, uh, the suite that would be the stewards, uh, you go into a suite that would be the steward suite where his offices are. Uh, you go in there and yeah, sure. Plain as day. There is a body lying on the floor about halfway to the steward's desk and the door leading I back out of the hold room. out my arms to make sure that no one walks in there just yet, and I'll look and see if there's any obvious signs of where people have walked before we walk in there. Great big bloody footprint. That'd be fantastic, <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, That'd go ahead. That'd be all you could notice uh, It's right not now. your favorite terrain. Um, you want me to roll it as a survival? I, I guess that would be, yeah, because that would be your knee-jerk reaction, I think, to look for, for that kind part, of yeah. detail. <laughs> oh, come on. But it's uh, actually about you rolling it at disadvantage because it's not your favorite terrain. Okay. But <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I wasted a good roll. Um, 11 was my bad one. You couldn't tell because it obviously looks like the floor is regularly walked over. Uh, but the man has done a fair amount of bleeding. There is a lot of blood wow. that Ooh. you would assess with the, with the roll you, you did make uh, that you would think that this man had his heart nicked at the very least um, that uh, he'd been stabbed in the heart. But you're not positive of that. There's just so much blood. What's You'd the think that. state of the room like? Yeah. Uh, generally neat. But you do see that the chair that is the steward's chair has been knocked over. Okay. Those so signs uh, of a struggle you, for the most you part. You two, so, take a look s- at the body. I'm going to investigate the desk. Okay. The, the steward's or with the, us. The chair and the desk. Yeah, so yeah. And there's no animals in the room, are there, that I could ask if they saw anything? There are no animals in the room. Okay. So uh, Milton Presley, the steward, goes over to his desk and uh, he just like opens a drawer or two and very quickly says, uh, my journal, that is my most recent journal. Um, my Lord, as he turns to, uh, to Baron Cutler, um, he says, the journal in which I recorded the events that, that this group of people 
uh, related to us. Oh, that's not good. The, my yeah, most recent yeah. journal, everything that they said about the, um, the, the, the throne, the gate, Abner, everything was in that medicine journal. medicine check on the body. How long has he been dead? All right, go ahead. A, um, 14. Now you're sober. Un- yeah, right? Uh, under an hour. Uh, okay. You would think. So he's, you know, very warm still. Uh, mentioning that to the party is like, okay. So whoever has this journal, this has happened recently. We need to find whoever did so, this. Well, on your 14 check, Jacob. Yeah. Okay. And if you guys want to roll another one too about that, if, it, if there's any other detail with that, uh, you can tell this man was stabbed in the back mm-hmm. and on the, le- on his left-hand side. Okay. And yeah. the wound seemed to be a puncture wound and it is, you know, partway up his back. Okay. So anything specific more than that, you'd probably need like to take your shirt off or something. So uh, Zellin? I rolled a 21 if I roll it as a medicine check. So with that roll, are you leaving like his shirt on him or are you taking no, his shirt I off think of him? No, I think we need to really try to yeah, figure out what Yeah, we're both doing this together, so I'll help really him take him. the clothes off to get to the... Okay, well, the initial would be that, yes, this guy bled out very quickly. So okay. you're, you're imagining it being what would have to have been like you hit a major artery or it actually stabbed him in the heart. And then as you're getting his shirt off of him, you're looking down his back and the wound actually, the, the, where it's actually gone into him is pretty low on his back. Okay. So it seems like, like this person would have had to stabbed up at a pretty steep angle uh, to have caught the, um, to caught the heart, if that's mm-hmm. what he actually did. If he intended to kill him just that way, then he probably would have gone a little higher in the back. So either the guy didn't know what he was doing, you know, wasn't mm. that trained, wouldn't have the kind of skill, uh, or or he was just lashing out. That it was just that's where he happened to hit the guy. Does it does it seem like it was kind of like they were fighting, like they were kind of tussling together, like the wound itself is a bit like jagged, or like they were it was just very rushed getting in there because we thought there might be a struggle. Um, so as you're, as you're examining the actual, the, the wound itself, you said you'd rolled a 14 before Jacob on my medicine check yeah. on yours. Yes. That you can see that you've seen stab wounds in you know, people and in all kinds of animals before, and they're almost elliptical in their shape, the way that it cuts on both sides. This was a triangular pointed weapon, which you've also seen many knives, sheath mm-hmm. knives, hunting knives yeah. are more of a, in cross section, a triangular blade. Cause it's only sharp on one side, right? Right. Yeah. And okay. And this one is a triangular cut, but this blade wouldn't have been much bigger than like the area of your thumb, that it is really, really small. That we actually see the abrasions on like the skin in the surrounding area that whoever punched this thing in probably punched in part of the actual handle to this unusual wow. knife now, as they that, went in. Does that sound very familiar to everyone else Almost or just like me? a scalpel? Almost like a scalpel, <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, so um, it, it would be reminiscent. And with that... You saw wounds on a bugbear a long Ages time ago. ago. Oh yeah, that had little cuts all little over cuts, them, yeah. and but then also some deeper puncture wounds that looked an awful lot like this kind of. Oh wound. my gosh! And, and, but is but, it just that one cut? Is there any other cuts on him? There are. But let me go to Boris for a moment okay. and see what he's doing. At I, I was fingers. Oh, you're right. I was over. I went over to the desk with the steward to see if anything was missing. Um, I'm going to see if I can kind of establish a timeline. Do okay. like what I'm thinking is like an investigation check of like the desk in its immediate area. Because if he came into this room and stabbed the guy, he'd probably have blood on him and you left drips around. But if he was, you know, walked in on and then killed mm, him, there yeah. there wouldn't be anything by the desk. Okay, yeah. So go ahead and make that, that check. 19. 
Yes. So as you're over near the desk, the first thing you're aware of is the absence. There's no blood over there. Okay. So, so he was walked in on, most likely. And like I said before, the chair was knocked over. Mm -hmm. So he may have been startled by somebody coming into the room, this guy coming into the room. But as you're doing the search and check, well, one, all the drawers were shut. But then at the same time, there's something unusual on the floor. Actually, in the, the, the candlelight and the lantern light in here, you see what looks like something sparkling in a, a fairly good-sized area of the floor right underneath of the desk. Okay. Um, moving a light source, shifting how I'm postured, picking up whatever it is. Can it, I get a sense of it? It doesn't make sense how it's like kind of like, like, like kind of scintillating until you get very close to it, like hands and knees, and you realize what you're seeing is not something, a one thing. It's a whole bunch of metal filings. Oh. Metal filings are... Weird. ...on the floor down here, um, underneath this desk. What would you want for a check to try and gauge where those could have come from? Um, because, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I don't sit in you know, the <laughs> steward's desk, which is not where I should be, and just, you know, go at an ingot with a file or something. <laughs> right. Well, in a castle like this, without even a check, you would think, well, th there's only a few places where you would be able to even make metal filings. Mm -hmm. And uh, their armory and their weaponsmith are all part of the same facility right here. All right. So potentially a blacksmith, uh, which would be just outside the building, but where they do the repair work on armory, there's a small forge and there's, there's weapons lined up, there's armor lined up, but then there are also tools in there. So... The armory would make the most sense. I share those thoughts and what I've gathered and with. We tell the party. him about the uh, the stab wound, the uh, potential what's it called scalpel wound. All right. So it it seems if I'm understanding what we're putting together, it seems like there was somebody in this space. They took the journal and they were surprised by the person who's dead on the floor. Yeah, uh, Boone. Is that a good? Okay. All right. Um, you you had mentioned that there were more cuts and you were leaving yes, a little cliffhanger. I Come did. On. So. With the examination of that wound, you can tell as you're getting closer to it, as you're examining first the wound that's in his back, that the angle is steep. You can just tell by how the, the, the actual handle of this knife made an impression on the skin that this person stabbed up between like the sixth and the seventh rib, way down low. So you would think that that should have missed the guy's heart, except for the angle the blade came in. But the other wound is right at the base of his skull in the back, like the top of his uh -huh. neck, base of his skull. Bad heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad heebie-jeebies. And, and they're, they're sharing all this stuff. Oh yeah, this is being vocalized yeah, to Boris immediately. Yeah. Um, because that immediately pings uh, for the journals that both of the journals referenced a series of murders with stabs at the base of the skull. And wow. that they were unsolved. Yeah, um, but first things first, I only know of three scalpels in this building and all three of them are in my room. So which is nearer, the armory or my quarters? Uh, armory's on this level. Um, your quarters are upstairs. So armory be the nearest place. Yeah, let's swing through the armory, see if we can figure out anything with that, and then Great. sweep up. Um, if the Baron or uh, the um, Captain, what's his name, Kane, is right. still there, I'd ask that um, you know, sentries be posted that, you know, try and keep the proper atmosphere for the party, but we need guards on doors. Whoever did this doesn't get away. Yeah, so Jordan Kane does, is doing just that, and uh, the Baron says, I'm going to uh, check on my wife um, and make sure that everything is fine there. I'll also seal off the castle uh, to make sure that no one can escape it. Um, um, Sir Jordan, um, go with them to the armory to, to oversee what's happening there. We'll update you as soon as we can, my lord. 
and he nods and he goes out in one direction. You guys go in the other. So within a, within a moment before you guys leave, there's a guard on duty on the outside and Jordan Kane tells him to uh, not go into the room, but not let anyone else into the room either. And then you go down, you know, down hallways, long hallway, you know, through some gallery areas. Uh, and then you come into the area that's kind of the workaday side of the castle. Um, and a door is opened and you go into the armory room. Boris, you've probably been here before. Jacob, probably the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, that uh, there's a counter where there's actually somebody is working on your arrows right now. They're all laid out. Nice. Uh, there's a suit of armor that's being uh, developed on one side, but it looks, in other words, just like a, a typical armory. Going through finally as possible, and I'd say this to everybody gathered, we're looking for either iron filings or a potential source. Okay. All right, so everyone roll. And Do we want to ask Jordan if there's anything obvious out of order? I mean, is it a very orderly place that anything odd would stick out to him? It's worth a thought. Um, yeah. yeah, let me just give a roll for him before you guys roll your uh, perceptions yourself. Um, and he says, even though I am in here quite regularly... Uh, I do not do the work on the armor and the weapons myself. So I wouldn't know in what state it was left in. But typically, it is put back as best to rights before they leave for the day. Um, but I'll walk around with you to see if I can notice anything myself. Okay. Uh, make your perceptions. Okay. Perceptions or investigation? Perceptions, because I'm better at that one. Okay. Um, I'd say perception, because you're still, you're not coordinating a bunch of facts. You're just looking to see if anything 26. stands out that way. Uh, 12. 15. So, Zellan, the first thing you notice is that there is an area near a vice, uh, as you're working through it, that there are a number of files, like somebody opened a box of files and left the files in a kind mm. of a heap as they grabbed like the middle one and knock things around. Boris, come look at this. And I go over there. And you see there, are, there was somebody was using this vice. They are very new. You can see where at the end of their workday, they sweep off their, their work area. Mm -hmm. But there are fresh filings. Something was held in this vice, and there's filings on the surface of the vice itself. Looking right around in the immediate area, can I, do I, can I get any clue about yeah, what might have... nearby source of metal. Exactly what might have been in this vice. Is there like something that's you, broken you off of something? You mentioned the something armor, or... um, that there was a suit of armor in process. I go over that. Is any piece missing? Let's see. Well, you would know that. Uh, at that point, with your, your interest Siegecraft in Siegecraft check? Uh, yes. <laughs> right. um, yes. But uh, Jordan came to be right there, too. And he points to the upper portion of the arm. And he says, right here, under the shoulder poltron, uh, before it hits hard metal again, our armor suits have a few pieces that are narrow, Call it like a half a bracelet that just allows flexibility to the shoulder. So you can raise mm. the shoulder up uh, and still have protection. It seems like such a small detail, but it isn't as though a workman would take those things home with him. Uh, He'd only work here. Two of them are missing. Would you say that they together would form a ring? Um, if, you, if you reverse the one, yes, they would. Ooh, this is bad. <laughs> so are you going to communicate what you're thinking right now? Um, you're... What, what I'm concerned about is with that... Uh, they're trying to improvise that symbol we took off of um, which, the one that uh, was trying to kill you. Oh, Remember yeah. Remember the, the ring? Oh, and it had the engraving on the inside. Yeah, that, yeah. The, the symbol of it was a circle. I wonder if that disc is significant to something and well, trying to improvise Well, we know they do one. something with the symbols because they were trying to put one in that bear. Remember the bear we found? Oh, mm. that was a cage, wasn't it? It was. It was but, a three-dymensional version of the But they do something with oh, these symbols. Right. Uh, okay. So, you already wanted to go to your room. Yeah, yeah. let's check out my room then. One last thing, though. Sure. Zellin, what did you say your your check was when you're first looking and you found where those files what my number was what, yeah, what 26 you were, yeah, that's what I thought it was so high 
You also notice that on one of those files, there's a teeny little bit of blood. Ha ha! I see blood. <laughs> and I didn't put it there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For once. That's interesting. So wait a minute. There's blood. Okay. So, so killed the guy, guy came here came to make here. the thing? I don't know. Have you seen any drips weird, of blood as we've been walking addition. around? I haven't been looking, but I will now. Yeah, yeah, let, yeah, definitely. Either way, let's head to my quarters. Well, yeah. what you are aware of, Jacob, is that when you were like coming into the room where the steward's assistant was killed, mm -hmm. that there was a lot of blood on the floor, but there was no footprints going through it. That heading from where the blood was to the door, there was nothing else. He bled out. Like whoever mm -hmm. stabbed him, let him fall and must have stepped back away from him. Mm. Okay. So no trace of it there. All right. So All right. you said you're what, heading to Boris's, Boris's, Boris's room? Yeah. 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 All right. Who else is on that floor? Are there any other, are you, I'm staying with the, the Druids. Oh, are yeah. you staying there? Yeah. Yours would be nearby, sense. like just like a room away. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to check your room too? I'll check my room and go retrieve my dagger. Yeah. And grab your potions too. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Get so fight. go into my room. Anything missing is... Is the sword still there? <laughs> okay, so um, at this point, the um, uh, Jordan Kane, mm -hmm. uh, he says, uh, I'll remain on station here until I can get another guard, uh, but I'll join you later. So I won't be with you when you go upstairs. Copy that. Sounds good. And uh, he stays behind. So it's just at this point, the three of you uh, that are walking up at this point. And you get to your room, Boris, and your room has been tossed. Your stuff nice. is all over oh, the place. Wow. <laughs> just nice. Can you nice. tell what's missing? Can um, I tell what's missing? Well, what, <laughs> so you tell me, what is the first thing you'd probably check on, even though you're, you're wondering about scalpels? What's the sword? First, yes. <laughs> Your sword is still there. Belting that on. Just, um, just where you left it. Next okay. one, potions, now, because um, all I, your, I have all no armor. All your armor is there, too. Now, how but, obvious yeah. do we want to be as we're going through the... Because uh, the, we're going to be continuing to go through the castle here. We don't want to convey to everyone that there's something wrong. It would be too out of place to have a sword on your hip. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking, going for my dagger and we're going for my sword rather than my bow, because that's kind of obvious. That yeah, I think most men that are walking around right now, um, they might not have a dagger on them. Uh, the women would not, at least not that it would that they have it obviously. Um, but but most men would have a dagger, maybe even a short sword, maybe a rare occasion a long sword. It's but you just got knighted for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. and so, it's a reasonable assumption that oh he must be you know, about to do some kind of like you know like a dual display you know sparring for right. you know our entertainment. Well, and there's not going to be that many people up here. They're all still down there partying. There's not going to be that all many people. All a matter people of whether or not here. we have to move through the great hall. But go ahead yeah, and roll an true. insight roll, all of you. Uh, once Boris belts on his yeah, uh, then, his Angolian uh, sword, then after belting that on and retrieving my potions, um, I'd be going for wherever I put that uh, unholy symbol and the scalpels. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I rolled an eighteen. I rolled an eight. I rolled a twelve. Okay, so the eighteen, Zelen, it does occur to you that now that he has his sword on, whoever rifled this room, they obviously weren't bothered that he that his right. sword was there. They didn't try to take it. That he's now wearing it then that means that it's been discovered that his room's been tossed. So if somebody is, say, in the Great Hall right now, uh, Boris has become a, a visual signal uh, that that, that somebody is onto the person that's perpetrated this crime. Ooh. Just so Yeah, that's you're, true. Okay, you're I get that. that. So you vocalize that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Personally, I think that'd help us because then if somebody goes, oh, oh, crap, and somebody splits, and we starts go, running. stop that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We already stop that guy doors. and beat him up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, so, uh, and I go to my room to retrieve my, uh, my sword. Uh, is anything wrong with my room? Nothing's wrong with your room. Huh. No, nothing whatsoever. I'm not, I'm, I'm okay. 
I mean, I'm not upset I, about I was, that. I was the one with the stuff. I know, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, how, how would he... What about the other things, like the yeah, tinderbox with the, uh, the the stone in it? Right. Okay, the tinderbox stone is there. However, Boris, the ring, that, that symbol ring that you got from the guy that tried to kill Jacob, is gone. Mm-hmm. And lying on the floor, not too far away, they have like you know, a piece of cloth, the edge of a blanket, yep. is what looks like a piece of armor that has been fashioned with a couple of rivets to make a loop. It'd be inferior, definitely, An as a whole version. Right. But, but that one's just lying there. And the one that you know is the real one is it's now gone. gone. Um, I rejoin them in the room with my sword. Is there still any of the scalpels or were all three taken? All three scalpels are gone. Okay. So what else? Did we, do we see any blood in this room or any, anything yeah, else let's in take this a, room? Yeah, let's take a look around. Do you investigate? Yeah, good investigate investigator perception. Um, I, I push perception because I'm better at that. Well, I'd push <laughs> perception too because that is using your senses, your eyes to do that. Nice. It's not a natural 20. It's a 19, but it's, still. It's a matter of coordinating those perceptive roles to make an okay. investigative role. Zellin, you need to roll a 10. No, sorry. I rolled a three. Okay. Uh, I, got a, <laughs> I got a 23. No, an 11 total. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nine total. 23, 23, 23. I got a good roll. So Jacob is, as he's looking through like the minutia of these things that are tossed around right here, there is no blood, but you do see a little more of those metal filings. Like mm. whoever did this, they have some of the filings stuck on them. And wherever they're going, they're they're losing a percentage. Did of these we things. see any in the hallway? Like we were following a trail. I don't know all? if we were really looking for. Them. I know right, it feels yeah. weird. Yeah, but uh, not that you're aware of. That you notice them there, but there are, and not the same volume that there was mm-hmm. at that desk. It would it would imply that this room was gotten to after the other room. So he had his own scalpel. He didn't need these. Oh God, mm. that's horrible. Yeah. Okay. Um, you also notice it's kind of bizarre, but against one wall there is water like somebody is there a window on that wall uh no there's no window on that wall is there anything on that it's wall? as though that uh you know uh, you know tapestry and picture that kind of stuff uh, ornamentation but it's like somebody just walked over there and went and just spilled a glass of water i will investigate the strange water yeah, yeah. that's weird I, I know we got a little bit wet crossing the river for the night <laughs> but a that was hours ago and b i didn't like take a cup full with <laughs> oh mommy found the pee drawer <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, go ahead and roll your, in That's this case, one. your yeah. investigation, because you're putting together different things, awesome. extrapolate, because you've already found the water. Ooh, natural 16 for an 18. As you are down here, and you're examining this, and you feel the water, the volume of the water where it is, uh, the water looks to be roughly foot shaped, the actual water that's on the floor. Oh, and then you see another foot shaped one that is half in the room. And apparently half in the wall. Secret He's tunnel. a water elemental. Secret tunnel. Secret, secret tunnel. tunnel. Secret tunnel. Like a, that makes secret a lot tunnel, more sense. <laughs> water elemental. <laughs> oh, is the Baron still with us? Uh, no, no, he's down he's the Baron's at the party. Yeah, oh, that's so, right. I thought he left his wife and came with us. Uh, is anyone from the, is, uh, what's his, the steward still with us? Just us. Uh, this, no, the, it's actually, just us. I didn't say the steward had left. You're right. So I, I think I said coming upstairs, he must have gone in a different direction downstairs. Because right now it's just the three of you. Dang it. Okay. So there's no one room. to ask explicitly. So I'll just start searching around if there's any way to open up uh, this door. Are you door. sharing with us so we oh, can yeah. help you search? Okay, yeah. We'll he says it's like just kind of grabbing a wall. I just start touching the wall like secret door, secret door. I'm just vocalizing it as I'm touching it. Just Yay. Yay. Yeah, no. Age of Ultron. Making the reference Okay, yeah. Um, what do you want me to roll for trying to find like some sort of a lever or anything to open this? I, the way I've read the um, the investigation roll, that once you make the roll, it seems as though you, you kind of know it. Yeah, so you moving around doing just that, you do find a piece of wood in the wall that's just a trim to how like kind of like the, 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 the Wayne's coating is on the thing. Okay. Uh, and you lever Those that. Those are words. And, yeah, yeah. You lever that and turn it. 
and you hear a click and you feel that you could push this back in like it would open up into the space back behind it and be okay wait fantastic. before you open it, are we ready to open this i mean we don't uh, yeah uh, we I've... should probably update you know powers that be so that way they know that there's you know secret doors and you know a potential hostile you moving in ways unexpected um i step out into the hallway are there any servants moving around that we can send for the baron uh no but the baron is coming toward you oh, right perfect. now that's <laughs> handy uh, yeah, that that would be um, as he walks up, he says, everything is fine down there. Uh, the castle has been secured. Uh, if anyone were to leave this place now, he'd be through magical means. My then Lord, he, pa he pauses and just goes, wait, that could actually happen, couldn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes. Uh, there, we have discovered a secret door in my quarters and you know, stepping through and gesturing to it. Um, and as he looks in, like he pushes it open the rest of the way and looks down into this that's just like stone and wall. And he says, interesting. Uh, I know of some passages, but I did not know that there was one in here. Oh, he um, didn't know? Um, oh, gosh. About that passage. That's right. Yeah, that one's And he said, um, I had decided after talking to the steward, I thought I should check my own quarters. Um, let's hold here. Let, let's, let's hold this uh, here. Um, um, Sir Treadstone, uh, go ahead and pull that door shut again. Can would you be able to open it once more? Yeah, and I show him like I've found where the thing opens. All right, then. Um, and give me a moment. Accompany me while I check my own quarters. All right. And look around here. Uh, things missing? Uh, the uh, Zrek scalpels and that unholy ring. That's disturbing. Indeed. Then you walk you know, into the hallway, down the hallway, through a different part of that wing, into his own suite. Uh, he opens up his door, and it looks like everything's just fine that there's nothing that's been taken out of place, nothing there. Okay. He opens a drawer. There's very wealthy you know, weaponry, jewelry, things sitting out like that. But then he opens a drawer and starts counting something on the inside of it. It sounds like he's ruffling through papers, you know, either documents or just parchments to use. Uh, then he comes, you know, he turns back and he says, now this is disturbing in a different way. The abbot of Arngel College, Sigmund, has entrusted with me and with other barons of Suthland the means to communicate with each other by magic, that we can transcribe a letter and then give that letter to a runner. It, it takes days to get up to uh, Arngel College. But when the, when the abbot of, of Arngel reads that letter, he hears it in my voice to know my intention. But it has to be prepared on particular parchment and with particular ink. Some of those parchments are gone and a jar of this ink that's specially prepared, magicked by the Abbot of Arngol, is also missing as well. Do you how, know How many is some? Uh, he counts again eight different sheets of eight. parchment. So he's sending a message. Do you a know if someone messages. other than you were, were to craft a message with these materials, would it still come across in your voice? If someone else had the knowledge and ability that was taught to me by the Abbot of Arngol, who would be like a high-level cleric, then they too could do the same thing, the same ceremony. It would be in their voice. It, it would be in their be, voice. Okay. It wouldn't okay. be in my voice. So okay. it's, it's not like someone could convey a message from you like an act of war or anything like that. that Correct. Okay, that's, that's but, a little bit of good news. But, but look at this, and he points to a bureau. Uh, here is thousands of silver and wealth just sitting loose. Uh, weaponry, and he points over to the side of the room. They came here specifically, which meant they also knew. They also knew. They yeah. knew that I had these things. Indeed. Jacob, do you see any blood? Is there any blood in yeah, here? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we, we've got an indicator of where the hostile is. 
or at least has been recently with say, the yeah. secret door. That'll explain why um, we didn't see any blood or metal filings, even if we were explicitly looking in the hallways. This guy's using wasn't secret use, Yeah, tunnels. wasn't using the hallways. Um, so I say we move and intercept that message before it can get sent. Yeah. Um, where's, and I start asking the Baron, like, where would be, like, the most secluded places that we might be able to find someone who's hiding? Well, they know they went, we know he went in that wall. Yeah. Yeah, so. We, um, uh, he, there, knows, he knows that there's, there's many secluded corners. I mean, the, the actual cellars, there's a, a portion of the cellar that is a wine cellar. There's a storage cellar. There's a siege cellar. Uh, numerous rooms and chambers down Let's there. Let's use the information yeah, with, we know. with this, his knowledge of the secret the tunnels. There's the cistern area. Uh, would yeah. also be an area where, you know, people rarely go unless it's a major okay. extreme time. Well, then let's head back to Boris's room and get into the secret tunnels and yeah. see where those lead. On on the way back, I will, you know, stop and pull a torch out of a sconce and have that. Uh, I'd recommend you guys do as well. Yes, but I'm also going to um, do find traps as soon as we open that door, just in case somebody Ooh, said something. That's a new one. When did you get find traps? Yeah, so why don't you read it? Tell us how it works. Uh, you sense the presence of any trap within range that is within line of sight. A trap for the purpose of this spell includes anything that would inflict a sudden or unexpected effect you consider harmful or undesirable. So if it messes up my hair, it's hmm. bad. <laughs> which was specifically intended as such by its creator. Thus, the spell would sense an area affected by the alarm spell, a glyph of warding, or a mechanical pit trap, but it would not reveal a natural weakness in the floor or unstable ceiling or a hidden sinkhole. You are positive there are no traps that are okay. magical. So he didn't take time to trap it. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. probably in a rush. Let, right. All the more reason for us to make haste. As soon as we go in, is there any sort of, if he didn't, if the Baron didn't know these tunnels existed, would there be a layer of dust on the ground that might give us an idea of footsteps and where they were there going? There should be, yeah. <gasps> yes. So, I look for those. Okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, uh, survival again for tracking? Yes. Cool. Ah, yes. Eight. There have definitely been signs of passage, but beyond that, you couldn't tell much by how the dust patterns have been moved. Okay, so following that little bit as, as much as I can, hopefully traveling down, looking for the freshest tracks as we go, but kind of just using the disturbances as a, as, a, as a path to walk. So as you walk down this hallway of stone, it's very cramped, it's very tight, and without your torches would have been very, very dark, and you've proceeded what feels like about 30 feet and then it hits a T intersection. Go ahead and roll it again, Jake. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Eleven. Um, I can. I can also. I can also. I tell you guys exactly well, what it is that I'm looking for. Um. Yeah. So I'm trying to think if that would give you advantage, or if it's not in your regular area that would do just that. Well, it's. Um, it not being in his favorite terrain doesn't do anything aside yeah. from he doesn't get the yeah. benefit of the it. The benefit of the favorite terrain, right. He doesn't get a penalty for it not being. You can tell that somebody moved down both of these hallways. It's a matter of differentiating one to the next one. Actually, you know what I should have had you roll? Was an investigation roll. Okay. Uh, or not investigate, um, a straight perception roll. Okay. So roll that for me instead. I'll do perception. I'll do that too. A 19. That you could roll, that perception oh. roll. Beats my five. It looks like somebody... Uh, Jacob has traveled in, you said a 19 is what 19, you wrote? 19, yeah. That um, someone has traveled down the left-hand hallway, like down, down and back, and it looks like by the gate, by the distance in feet, either there was two different people the same height or one person uh, traveling back, you know, in one direction and back again, but the other direction has been traveled much, much more, uh, okay. as though they've come up and down to this point for a number of reasons. Gotcha. Uh, road less traveled? What about? I'd agree. Yeah. To, to, to put it, put that in context, the way you're traveling now looks like you have minimal passage okay. on that. 
the way to the left-hand side, I said, has had somebody passed that way once and then back. But from the other direction, it's been a lot of passage. Okay. Way more than would be that he walked from someplace to a point, walked up to Boris's room and back, walked down the left-hand hallway and back, that there's too much disturbance in the right. Uh, thinking about the uh, the layout of the castle we're in, would I be able to infer to the right would be maybe the the chambers or the armory? Um, it'd be really difficult to ah. you know, to know that. But there's something being implied about this right now. Good, everyone, make that. What about dampness? Because we know he had damp feet. So do you see any natural dampness on the ground? Ooh, fifteen what natural we, what for we whatever we're rolling. Uh, yeah, what are we rolling? What am I adding uh, to this? It's a perception. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I have ten. 17. 24. 24, yeah. So actually, the, the, the two of you, but Jacob's like, oh, I got this. That on the wall opposite you, there is, you're seeing the reverse side of a secret door. Um, oh. That there's too much traffic for the one direction to have to have made. Unless fun. he was walking to this intersection and right. going back. I didn't realize we were so close to the end of that spot. I thought it was like, you turn, and then there's like another 60 feet of hallway or something. Okay. Gotcha. Ah. Let's, so uh, with yeah. that, you, you go, wait, here's the trigger. And you open this thing up. And as you open that, you step into an area, and the Baron himself says, I know this passage. Ooh. Uh, this is the passage that leads down to the cistern. All right. Uh, cistern sounds secluded. It also sounds wet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. So once you're in the cistern, the Baron himself uh, takes the lead, because he knows uh, where this is. Right, he yeah. he okay. grabs a torch out of somebody's hand and presses forward. I guess it's mine, because I don't yeah, recall. Yeah, well, and I'll, I'll, I'll produce flame. Okay. The the area of the cistern has been carved out of the rock down below here, and it looks actually that uh, probably some of the tall fava is dripping through into this place. Yeah. So in siege, you know, from a tactical point of view, Boris, you know that this place would always have fresh water down here. Good to but keep then in mind. It would also have to drain back out. But then you realize they've cut numerous chambers, like indoor swimming pools, down here, down below here, and you've been taken through not an impossible maze, but a Kind of a warren, An appreciable maze. yeah, a warren of chambers that have catwalks across them, and they're full of water, ready for whatever kind of siege might hit this place someday. And uh, he takes you down into a central area, and it, you're in what would be like if somebody said draw water, he said this is where they draw water from. Mm. If we needed it right now, this is the the middle of the cistern area. There's generally a steward who's in charge of the water would come down here. I'm willing to bet the the ground entirely is covered in water, so it's not like looking for wet footprints would even be a possibility. Oh, well, go ahead and make your... Um, uh, you might roll a nat 20. Yeah, Who so knows? Whether that's... If that'd be perception on that, okay. or, or, or if it's trite, whichever is better. I, I have think. sobered up so much. <laughs> <laughs> what you roll? What'd you roll? Like, natural 18. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, so 22. Um, wow, 22. So when you start setting DCs at 20, you're like, yeah, it's a good <laughs> Oh, okay, 22. That you can't tell there's regular movement here and there have been regular trips we've run down to get water. And it follows partially the trail you guys just came in through. But Jacob, you notice going in a different direction, like a, a tangential direction, that there is uh, another set of feet that go in a direction that are wet. Oh, mm. yeah. And by itself. Pointing that out yeah, and continuing to move. Let's go. So you walk down another tunnel and he goes, gosh, I haven't been down here, I think, since I was a boy. As you go further into this cistern area and you, know, you come up to a door. My Lord, let me take point. Um, and he passes the torch back to you and allows you to go forward. Okay. And I'll proceed through that door. 
All right. So one thing that's that was obvious as you're approaching it, there is a there's a, a stream of light coming from underneath. I say a stream. There is a crack of light that's on the underside of this door. Okay. Uh, so there is some light source that's on the inside of this. Thing. Uh, I think I will take a quick action to activate sacred weapon just in case hostile is here. Smart. All right. Um, Hope anybody I didn't waste that. <laughs> anybody else doing a defensive or potentially? I was going to say knock an arrow, but I don't have my bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you knock reach a for dagger. It, your hands like just kind of groping back over your head. It's not yeah. there. Yeah, there really isn't anything I can do defensively. You would imagine this door is going to be open because of like like lime and crustacean and whatnot down mm -hmm. here. It'd be difficult to open, and you could open it, Vic, oh, Victor, Boris, <laughs> uh, and. Uh, it's been worked. It's been oiled. Someone has taken oh. some time to yeah. do some maintenance on this door. And, and that's why I'm getting the plus four to hit right <sighs> now. And as you open this up, it is a fairly small chamber. It's about a 15 by 15. Uh, it's very wet, very damp. There's no one in it that you see. But at the same time, there's some unusual stuff in here. There is what looks like a makeshift laboratory. And in the center of this room, there yeah. is what looks like an examination table. Okay, yeah, so stepping oh, in wow. and starting to look around. Yeah, this I'm going to step in and detect magic. Gross and weird. All right, so... Uh, I'm assuming as the spell slot, not that as the ritual. As the spell slot, yeah. Yeah, yeah so with the detection of magic... Good call. You are sure there is no magic that's existing okay. as a magical item, something in this area, but you can see there's like a focal point on that examination table, and one, it has straps where you would like strap Ooh. a person down to it. Gross. And as you get up to it, uh, there is blood that's on this table. Um, Fresh blood? Uh, old and new. Oh, Gosh. wow. Mm. I, as I'm seeing these things, I'm sharing them. Yeah. I think everybody's stepping in and seeing yeah. it. Um, and you get a, a gasp from the brand himself. He's like, you know, Uko's teeth. He just can't believe that this is happening in his own castle. There are also pen and ink nearby. And he would go right to those and he shakes his yeah. head. No, these, these, aren't, these aren't them. Are there any like side chambers or anything else that could be explored? No side chambers, but also on that examination table, there is a bowl, a stone bowl, and there is an unusual material in it that once you take a moment to look at it, probably Jacob would recognize this first from all the animals he's field dressed. You recognize that the bowl has brains in it. Thank you for listening. You can support our podcast by helping us find new listeners. Tell a friend about us this week or post on Twitter or Facebook. Be a member of the podcast at subscribestar.com slash the dash empires dash edge.